0: The Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust. My name is Merdia Umar. I'd like to say welcome to another edition of the show. As more rest of unlicensed doctors and nurses hit the headlines in Nigeria, many have lost confidence in the already struggling health sector. Mind you, many have died. Others are still struggling to survive as their lives has never remained the same again. That was the case of a young Nigerian lady whose name is Amina El-Hassan. She's trying to live every day as it comes with excruciating pain as a result of a wrong prescription from a supposed doctor. She didn't get to know about this until it was too late. Take a listen.
1: I woke up one morning and I started feeling pain. My legs, I couldn't walk, so I was actually thinking it was maybe jazz or something, you know? us and believing what jazz. So I actually thought it was a jazz, like maybe I stepped on someone's um, so I couldn't work. My mom and my cousin were at home. They tried to massage the leg with warm hot water and then applied aboniki thinking that maybe it's cold and it's going to go after a while, but it didn't. I, so I started there. I could just feel my veins stretching. I couldn't work. So I discussed it with my friend. She's She's a uh, um, working in one of the um, hospitals in Kaduna. That's Kaduna Teaching Hospital. So I What's told her. A doctor? Yeah, she is. She's a doctor. She's a nurse. So I, I told her how I was feeling and then she told me to come to Kaduna. And then um, he introduced me to a certain drug, which is a steroid. And that was the first time I was actually taking steroid in my life. I didn't know what it was or what it does. So I took it and I felt better. So he told me to take, like I think in a day I take like one or twice in a day. So it continued. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to take the drugs for long. And he didn't tell me that. So at the time, I took it for like two weeks. He told me to buy again and take. So I was supposed to take it for like a month. And then continuously, the leg pain continued. It didn't stop. So I told him, he said, anytime I feel pain, I should just get that particular drug and just take. So if I start taking it for for a week and I feel the pain, maybe fading or disappearing, or I don't feel the pain anymore, I could just stop. Then when I feel the pain, I can continue to take. And that was what kept happening. So like joke, it happened for like six years. I was on steroid. I didn't know the the side effects because it's a doctor. I believed him. And because it was my friend that introduced me to the doctor, I didn't feel I have any reason to be worried. I didn't know if he was a quack doctor or, you know, he didn't know what he was doing. I I just wanted to be okay. So yeah, I was taking the drugs for six years. And then it has a side effects. i didn't know my body changed the shape of my body changed my period became abnormal so i became worried i didn't know what was wrong with me and then one particular morning we woke up i was having serious stomach pain and my mom was like let's go to the hospital and it happened i was actually on my period but then it wasn't that painful like it was that particular morning i couldn't stand So we went, they checked, they were like, they could see something round. Am I on my circle? I said, yes. But they're like, what they're seeing looked like a cyst. So I was wondering what cyst was. That was the first time I was actually hearing about cyst. I didn't know it. I didn't know what it was. And then we went through process. They checked. They said, if it's a functional cyst, it will disappear. If it's not, it's going to be there for a while. But then I'm going to have irregular periods. I was going to go through some pains and some changes like the acne, the boils and all that. They told me about it. So I was able to know what was wrong and what was causing the change, the hormonal imbalances and whatever. So, yeah, it continued like that for from 2016 to 2018. It continued. So 2018, throughout almost the whole year, for 11 months, I was bleeding. So I went to see a Russian doctor. She told me. Oh, assist, and it has started disappearing, but then I, until I get married and give birth or something before I, my period and everything will be back to normal. So when we came back, I discussed with my mom, we were able to understand that it was the drug and it was the side effect. So we started looking for the doctor, but we couldn't find him. We went to the teaching hospital, I couldn't remember the doctor's name or his face because it's been long, and then his number wasn't going through anymore. And then, as of the time, I think in 2018, there were lots of stories, people crying out, especially women crying out that there were doctors are quack doctors, that they give them injections, they treat them wrongly, they diagnose them of wrong sicknesses and give them drunk de- uh, drugs to take and stops. So we were able to understand that it could be he could be one of the doctors because of the series of complaints that were coming from different women so me and my mom kept looking for him and she's still saying she has to she's going to look for the doctor and deal with him but we don't know where to find him since then till this moment it hasn't been the same It's one pain or the other because it's steroid and when i kept seeing doctors luckily i was able to see doctors here some army doctors and they told me i wasn't supposed to be on the drugs for six years I was that the highest I could have taken that drug is two weeks or one month maximum and so I started experiencing lack of breath sometimes my breath would just cease I didn't know that the drug was also good for asthma uh, asthma patients and other things that it does so yeah I when I stopped when I stopped taking the drugs the lack of breath Disappeared from nowhere because it wasn't something I was used to or it was part of me. Just the drugs and the side effects. So yeah, my body changed. You know, I was looking so, I don't know what to say, like a Teletubby. You know how they look with some parts swollen and stuff. My face was swollen, my lips were swollen, my tummy had no shape, my arms, everything just changed.
0: And that was Maina Al-Hassan, a survivor of medical quackery. We'll go on a break and when we come back, you will hear from a relative of a man who was blind for 11 years but just receiving and administering a wrong medicine for a condition that would have been taken care of in a hospital by a certified or qualified doctor. Stay with us. <music> Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust, Abuja, Nigeria. In this episode of the show, we're taking a look at the dangers of quack doctors and the harm they have caused in the society. Sometimes the lack of health facilities in Nigeria's rural regions often leaves patients with few options, making them more likely to unwittingly seek treatment at unlicensed clinics. Let's listen to Al Mustafa Ibrahim as he share the story of a relative.
2: My name is uh, Al Mustafa Ibrahim. What happened with that? There was a time one of our relatives, who I can see the elder brother of my father, Hmm. he got an accident and he got injuries and he was having a sleepless night. And one of the relatives decided to go and buy injection that will help make him sleep at that time. So. He did that injection for him and... He slept for about two to three days, and when he woke up, he was blind. The guy just did recently, and he and he suffered from that blindness for uh, almost eleven years. That's what happened in summary.
1: Okay, so this your relative that went to buy the drugs. Is he? Mm-hmm. Did he read anything concerning um, medicine or pharmacy no. that he that made him to go and buy those? And he was the one that admin, administered the injection to him.
2: Mm-hmm. No, he. He was not a doctor,
1: mm.
2: it was rather uh, a person, a businessman who who saw water risk and he referred them on their faulty. So that's what happened.
1: And he administered the injection?
2: He administered the, the injection and he did it himself. He wow. went to the market, bought the injection and administered it himself. That's what happened.
0: And that was Al-Mustafa Ibrahim with another hard, touching story of a victim of medical quackery. Sani Paki is my colleague from Kano. He speaks to us on how this has affected many people in northern Nigeria.
3: A committee in a local government area of Kano State has revealed that it has discovered 130 hospitals and pharmacies run by quack doctors, some of which the highest qualification they have is senior school living certificate examination. The committee was set up by the local government chairman, Al-Hajit Janma Tata. The committee also said it discovered during its investigation that one of the fake doctors is an electrical engineer who owns an eight-bed hospital that claimed to treat different illnesses. The chairman of the Committee, Alhaz Abubakar Karapi, also told newsmen that one of the Fed doctors infused HIV positive blood in a woman that came to be treated for malaria. He said the committee was established following series of investigation followed by a series of complaints received from different residents over the proliferation of private hospitals and pharmacies in various villages in the local government area.
0: And that was my colleague, Sani Paki, Daily Trust reporter, Kano. But why do we keep having these fake doctors everywhere and what is the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria doing about this? The registrar, Dr. Tajuddin Sanusi, speaks with my colleague, Belikiso Ahmad.
4: Tajuddin Sanusi is my name. Registrar, Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria.
1: So we want to ask the association, why is there prevalence of quack or fake doctors in Nigeria?
4: First and foremost, I want to thank you for the many feet to get across to us okay. on this topical issue of fake doctors, or quackery,
1: yes.
4: which I will say. Mm. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Now, oh. for the issue of fake doctors, it's very unfortunate that they are not within our poverty. They are not within our poverty. And I repeat, they are not within our poverty. Even though, when they are caught, it is our law that we used to try them. Unfortunately for us, even those who have caught, and handed over to the police. As soon as we hand over, we don't hear anything again. And this thing that happened in Kano is a welcome development. Welcome in the sense that if Kano state government is serious about it, they need to collaborate with the NMA, Kano, the biopalestinals in Kano, and the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria. Mm. So that the government of Kano itself can use its weight on the police command in Kanu to expedite action investigation, possibly they should be prosecuted. Mm. But if that is not done, what do we do? We are handicapped because by our law, if you are not a registered petitioner, we have nothing to do with you. Now, let me go to quackery again. I will tell you, there is what we call internal quackery and external quackery. External quackery are those who do not have medical knowledge at all, trying to practice medicine. But in China are people who are not even doctors, but there are other health professionals that are masquerading to be doctors. And we all know about all this. We know that if a medical lab scientist decides to open a laboratory, is all our own is just to carry out an investigation and even resort to the patient to take back to the doctor. But instead, when patients end up with them, they start prescribing, and they are not trained to prescribe. Mm-hmm. Ditto for pharmacists. When you look as, a, as, as a, a journalist now, I'll give an assignment. Try and visit all the private pharmaceutical shops in any part of the country. They try to open a small room there. They call it the Appalachian community Pharmacy. That's where they see patients. But by the training, we know the pharmacists are not trained to diagnose, mm. they are only trained to dispense drugs as prescribed by the physician. For the nurses, they are allowed to have what we call nursing home. But they must have a physician that oversees the affairs of the nursing home. And so many, many other things like that. So you can see that from our own side here, we do not have anything to do with the quarks, Because it's a matter for the law enforcement agency to handle.
0: And that was Dr. Tajuddin Sanusi, the Registrar of the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria. with that we have come to the end of this episode of Nigeria daily to all the people whose voices were heard on the show thank you so much for your contribution Nigeria daily is a daily trust production open for sponsorship and advert placement you can listen to us by searching for Nigeria daily on Apple podcast Google podcast Spotify and TuneIn radio do also to listen to us on some of the terrestrial radio in Nigeria like NAS FM 89.9 YOLA Nadamawa State, Unity FM 93.3, Charles. Sawaba Radio 104.9, in Jigawa State, and Badegi Radio 90.1. If you have questions or comments, just let us know on our social media handles, on Twitter and Instagram at Daily underscore Trust, and on Facebook at Daily Trust. Call us or send us a message on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening. I am Martia Umar. Bye for now.